forced on me. And like you said, we're in the middle of a, you know, a global pandemic. And before the pandemic began, I was just busy. Just a lot of busy work, you know, and, and it got to the point where a lot of that work didn't mean anything. I was just getting caught up in the hustle and bustle of just doing things and being able to say that I was a busy woman and, and had a full plate. But a lot of those things on my plate were not nurturing to me <laughs> or to my spirit. And, um, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, the Lord has ordered me to sit still. You are listening to Naked and Exposed, the podcast, season three, where we discover the power behind our voice, own our stories, and make it look good. I'm your host, Jenna. Well, you guys, welcome, 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 welcome. I am here with the amazing Gabrielle Hicks. Gabby, introduce yourself. Yes, well, like Janae said, my name is Gabrielle Hicks. My family and friends know me as Gabby. I am a woman of God. I am a visionary. I am a senior marketing director for Chick-fil-A's of Garner. I am the organizer of Coffee and Christ, Young Adults. And I just, I'm just loving life right now. God is good. Amen. 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 You guys, we're trying something totally new here. We are recording remotely. So we are in two different locations. So I <laughs> that when you are listening to this episode, it's coming through the, the speakers clear. But I'm excited. I'm excited to have you on today's episode, Gabby. I'm, just I'm excited too. This is your second one. A lot has changed within the last year of it has. season two and now season three. And so you guys, if you are new here, this podcast is a spinoff from the Naked and Exposed Showcase where we talk, we go on a journey through worship and poetry. And the theme for this year was the show must go on. And as you all know, yes. we're in the middle of a national pandemic because it hasn't gone anywhere. It's It's still here. And one of it's this reality that we have to show up mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so, Gabby, what does showing up mean for you? Showing up. To me, showing up means to be present. Showing up means to be aware of what's going on around you. Showing up means to be all in. Showing up can mean a lot of things, but you know, this is, this is a, a different season for me. <laughs> it is, but yeah, that's my, I would say that that's my, def my definition of to show up. And how are you showing up? Right now, you know what, in the beginning, it was forced on me. And like you said, we're in the middle of a, you know, a global pandemic. And before the pandemic began, I was just busy, just a lot of busy work, you know, and, and it got to the point where a lot of that work didn't mean anything. I was just getting caught up in the hustle and bustle of just doing things and being able to say that I was a busy woman and, and had a full plate. But a lot of those things on my plate were not nurturing to me <laughs> or to my spirit. And, um, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, the Lord has ordered me to sit still because there's not much to do, you know, living 
in my apartment, no roommates. It's just kind of like, okay, I have a lot of a long time, a lot of a long time to seek God's face, to hear his voice. And, you know, right now the Lord is like, I need you to show up in our personal one-on-one time. So to me, that's what showing up means. Um, It's just being present in that moment with God. And it's like, he's always showing up for us, but he's like, now I need you to meet me in the middle. I need you to show up for me so that I can tell you what things I need you to do moving forward. And I think the pandemic has allowed me to slow down a lot because there, there aren't many options. You know, a lot of people aren't really going out to eat these days. Um, there aren't a lot of events going on and, you know, it's the summertime. So this is normally cookout season and hangout season. So, you know, since a lot of that has stopped, <laughs> God is like, I need you to show up for me. That's so good. I yeah. want to kind of backtrack a little bit and park it on the, the part where you said that you were just busy, 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 go, 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 go. Yeah. What do you think that stemmed from? Um, I think a lot of it stemmed from, you know, first of all, I think social media plays like a major role in that. You see a lot of people in their 20s and 30s. It's like the grind, the hustle. Like I got to, you know, I got to show and prove. I got to have a billion things on my plate in order to be considered important or somebody who's really making things happen out here. Somebody who's really like shaking things up. So I think that that was a big part for me, honestly seeing what this person was doing and what this person was doing. And so it made me feel like I had to keep up with them and them. So that was a big part. Um, I think too, as believers, we have this, especially those of us who are very like involved and focused on ministry at the church, it can get to the point where we just do, do, do that. Like you said, just being present and in that moment, showing up for the moment, we kind of lose sight of what's most important. So I think even with church, just, you know, assisting with the youth ministry and assisting with the choirs and the music ministry and, you know, being an associate minister at the church. So just making sure that I'm playing my role with that. And if someone's missing and we need an usher, just making sure I fill in with that and just staying busy. So I just think it was just this never ending cycle for me. So I think that it just kind of stemmed from a lot of places, honestly. This uh, pandemic has definitely been a blessing in a sense. And and I, mm-hmm. and I use blessing carefully because there are people out here who have lost their lives and have been affected by the pandemic. Right. But I think if we can push past that and, and get to the heart of the situation and see how God in his ability to redeem is really redeeming us in this season. He's giving mm-hmm. us this opportunity to pause and to reflect and to do the hard work and to go deeper in him. And then mm-hmm. we start to recognize just some patterns that we didn't even know right. we had picked up. Because um, busyness is definitely something that I too had to process through. And I would say like that was my season like leading up to Right. Before we got to the show must go on or just this ability to show up mentally, physically and emotionally, because listen, when you ain't feeling it, you just aren't feeling it. Right. It's a whole nother thing when you're not feeling it and you're masking it with doing stuff because. Mm -hmm. And so the reason I asked, like, where does that stem from? Because I know for me, the busyness was fueled because I didn't want to get left behind. So my, 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 um, 
I'm an intense person. I think at this point, <laughs> if you know me or have experienced me, like I'm, I'm an all or nothing type of person. If I get an mm-hmm. idea, I'm going to run with it. And so that is kind of just my personality. I'm not saying it's right. And I'm not saying it's wrong. There are definitely pros and cons to it and definitely strengths and weaknesses that I'm still working through. But to, to just set this foundation for what I'm about to say, or just the direction that we're going in, like Mm -hmm. all or nothing. So it's like, if I get an idea, like if the Lord is telling me like, oh, this is what I want you to do. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Right. Negating the fact that God's like, but I want to do it with you. And so if you guys listen to the last episode with I say Mama Chandra, and I stuttered like this on the last episode because I didn't know. I say Mama Chandra, y'all can <laughs> call her Miss Chandra, y'all can say Chandra if you're old enough and it's respectful. Um, but it was just reality that we are we have to do things with God. And mm-hmm. since that episode and even sitting here talking with you, like God has revealed to me how I um, have run ahead of him. And it's not like this isn't new. But it's him revealing just the deeper areas that have continued to remain dormant. And so I did a poem the other day and it was just like I spent my entire life running ahead of God and these days I will not. And where it stemmed from was a conversation that I had with a a client of mine who is a good friend. And it was this reality that if God gives me a vision, my natural reaction is to do it, do it, do it, not realizing that I'm I'm fueling this fear narrative that in the back of my mind, it's like, if I don't get this done, I'm going to miss out. Well, wait a minute. If God is all knowing, if God is powerful, if God is in control, if God, how can we miss out? Girl, how can we miss out on the will of God or the plan of God when we are submitted and surrendered in and walking with God? And I had to realize like, yo, Janae, like you're, you're feeling this fear narrative. You're allowing fear. You're allowing the mm-hmm. enemy's amplified voice because really he has no authority because he's not God's equal. Mm-hmm. You're allowing the amplifiedness of the enemy to cause you to move in a pace that is running ahead of God. And then you get burnt out and then you get tired and then you get mm-hmm. frustrated. So you sharing that like just made me think about it because I, I mean, I we but found out we were cousins right before I went to ECU, right? Mm-hmm. right after, like, like 10 years ago or something like that. Yeah. Girl. So it's been a beautiful process. Like just watching you blossom um, because I know when we, like when we first started hanging out, like I, I could see the, the busyness and the, you know, but I just want to say, I'm like proud of you and just excited oh, about the I'm proud of you. that God has you going in girl. Like it's, it's not easy when you have to sit still and kind of just see some of the junk or kind of see how some of the junk has spilled over into relationships or friendships or work. Like girl. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. All of those things, (laughs) all of those things. And that's definitely the season that I'm in. The Lord is like, you know, instead of you trying to, because that's something that I always did, you know, whether it was a a failed work task, a failed friendship or, you know, intimate relationship, you know, whatever the case might've been, instead of me dealing with it, I was always the type of person to like, just bury myself in my work or in another task or whatever. And because I stayed busy so much, it just made it easier for me to not think about these things. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like, oh, well, well, it is what it is. I can work myself until one day I can like think about it and not feel sad or uncomfortable or whatever, or angry anymore. And so that, that was big for me. And now I'm in a season where the Lord is just kind of like, you know, let's sit with some stuff. 
Like you have to sit with the pain of certain things in order for me to properly heal you. You know, you can't run from it. Now we're in the pan- in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of your church activities have cut out. You know, now you just have Sunday morning service and Bible study on Wednesdays. So there's no other extra curricular activities. You don't have any events with Chick-fil-A because they cut all those out. You know, you can't be around a whole bunch of people. So there's like no space for excuses. Yes, (laughs) there's no running. (laughs) Girl, there's no running. The Lord was like, you can no longer run from this anymore. And God knows that I am a runner. I run from stuff. I want (laughs) Listen, (laughs) how honest can we be with ourselves to say that we are runners? And, And I think there's like this double this two-edged sword if I must say mm-hmm. in the sense of like running and like trying to outrun God or running trying to avoid God like they're like they they both come from the same Girl. spirit where it's fear like it's the fear of the unknown or the fear of it being worse than what it actually is because that relationship with God where he his peace that surpasses all understanding isn't present in the moment because we've mm-hmm. been able to sit still long enough to realize like, yo, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Oh, my bad, God. You, we, oh, oh okay. And so just <laughs> uh, for the people who are listening, Gabby, what does sitting still look like for you? Sitting still for me now, like at first, of course, sitting still just meant sitting still. Just sitting in one spot and just like, okay, God, like, what would you like to share today? (laughs) But now sitting still to me means like really being intentional about my quiet time with God. Being still to me means allowing him an opportunity to speak. That's big for me because I am, you know, I'm a big praiser. God, you are good. I'm so thankful. You are so amazing, all of that stuff. But it's kind of like, okay, you're praising me, but you never give me a chance to like tell you anything. So I'm just trying to be intentional about like quieting my mind, steadying my heart and just like calming my spirit to where everything is in alignment and to where he can really speak to all three at the same time. That is important because... I just think that they're all equally important to be able to hear from God at the same time. I feel like they carry so much more weight and power when they're working together. So yeah, being still (laughs) and sitting with stuff just means me giving him an opportunity to speak back. That's it. And exclusive because there's these things that happen where the Bible says like the blind can't lead the blind. And, and for mm-hmm. me, it's this reality that we have to be very careful when we are still in process of giving advice from a place of, oh, I've already overcome it. But mm-hmm. in this moment, we have a unique opportunity to hear Gabby at this place of vulnerability where she's like, I don't really have it all figured out, but this is what I'm doing. And this is what I know to do in the moment. And so I'm ex- I think this is just makes me even more excited, Gabby, because yeah. it's an, an opportunity for people to kind of see what vulnerability mm-hmm. and transparency looks like when you don't <laughs> you know, right the other side of it. Yeah, yeah cuz this is now. <laughs> this is now. Like this is happening right now. <laughs> 
And so I'm definitely excited to whenever we get to the other side of whatever Mm -hmm. this is for you Mm -hmm. to come back and kind of just testify about just what God did. But Mm -hmm. I think it's even more powerful to see what God is doing in this moment. And so I just want to encourage you guys like to really spend time with God, to sit still, to be still and know, to pull out your Mm -hmm. Bible, to play worship music, to just sit, say nothing, silence your thoughts, do it for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, build up your stamina so that you can receive whatever it is that God is pouring, um, especially in reading the word and especially in prayer and worship. But also be encouraged. I don't want us to be a generation that's so quick to get on social media or to get on YouTube and try to tell people on how to be free or how to experience God when you yourself have not experienced God. So I, and I'm speaking from a place of experience because your girl way back when tried to start a YouTube channel when she wasn't ready. And I tried to talk about anxiety that I wasn't free from at the time. Praise God that I am. And I can Mm. testify about it. But as soon as I testified about it, the next day I got smacked with a panic attack. And listen, my mom said like the blind can't leave the blind. I wasn't ready to talk about it because I hadn't even come to the understanding of how I was supposed to be still in God for him mm. through it. I was still trying to operate in my own strength. And I mean, at the time it was my own ignorance. Like I didn't know, you know, Yeah. Um, but I know now. And so I think, like these moments are just powerful. And I just thank the Lord for this moment where we can just be open, honest, and transparent and kind of, we have this opportunity. Like I have this opportunity to just be real with myself. Like Gabby has this opportunity to be real with herself and you guys have this opportunity to be real with yourselves where Mm -hmm. we are able to identify the season that we are in. Like what type of season are we in? And don't get me wrong. There comes a point in time where our lives become the reflection of Christ. So sometimes yeah. it's nothing that we say and everything that we do, how we re- react and how we operate that speaks louder than anything that we can say. So Gabby, that I'm, is so I'm good. so excited. Like I, I'm just like, I mean, you can see me cause they're on video. They can't see it, yeah. <laughs> audio, but I'm just really excited. Like, I just know that this season for you is like literally Like it's this key that you've been searching for and you finally have discovered the key and God's just like, girl, what you waiting on? Like open every door because every door you walk up to is going to open with this one key because it's the master key. So I just want you to be encouraged. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to say this too. I know that, you know, with the theme that the Lord gave you for Naked and Exposed 2020, you know, the show must go on. That was so timely for me. Just with everything I was experiencing in my life at that moment, it was kind of like I was making everything all about me. It's like, oh, I'm going through this and oh, I'm struggling with that. And it's just, it was just a lot. And the Lord is like, first of all, it's not about you. And second of all, you know, the show must go on. Like, I, granted, you're going through some stuff, but it's like, you know me, like, you know what I'm capable of. You're supposed to, you know, give your burdens to me because you know that I'm a God who can handle it all. So it's like, why are you worried about what's going to happen to you when there are people out here who have, you know, yet to experience my glory and, and, you know, the power that I possess who, who don't know me yet, but it's like, you're worried about 
a heartbreak. You're worried about a financial deficit. You're worried about, you know, all this COVID stuff and, and what it's going to mean for your job. And it's like, have I not shown and proved your entire life that I am God and that I can do all things? It's like, you've seen it firsthand. So why are you worried about you? You know, and God had to teach me. He was like, Isn't, first of all, it's not about you at all. You know, and it's like, how selfish could you be to even think that highly of yourself to feel like the world revolves around you? And he's like, the show must go on. Like, you were here for my pleasure. I put you here to tell other people about my goodness and what I can do. So really, it's all about him. (laughs) You know, and it's like, yes. And it's like, there are people out here. I mean, it's like the way I looked at it, because God and I, we just have this this relationship to where it's kind of like the way he talks to me, it's kind of like, okay, so you're worried about being sad about this, which is going to pass by the way, because I'm working it out, but you're worried about this, but there's someone out there who's going to die. And because they don't know me, they're going to spend all eternity in hell. But you think your situation is rough. It's like, Listen, this is mature Christianity right here because yeah. like you, you guys, you have to look at this from the perspective that we are just vessels that we were put here on earth to fulfill God's um, mandate on our lives. Like yeah. he wrote the story, we're, we're the characters in the story and it's up to us to uh, allow that to come to pass. And the truth is, it's not about us. Like it's not about us. Like, and I'm not saying like our opinions or our emotions don't matter because they do like emotional wholeness and healing is very vital for us to show up healed, whole, in the fullness of, of who God has called us to be. But it's that reality that we can't dwell on yeah. our shortcomings. Like we can't allow ourselves to fall into condemnation. We can't allow this woe is me, this oppressed mindset to be what dictates how we move. No, 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 no. Take every thought captive that presents itself high and lofty above Christ. Like that's second Corinthians 10, five. I talk about this all the time. Might as well just call this podcast second Corinthians 10, five or Philippians mm-hmm. four, eight, because these are <laughs> tools that God has given us to take these toxic thought patterns and put them in their place and to not come into agreement with it. So if you're having these moments where you are going through something by all means, Go through it in the sense of being real with yourself enough to allow yourself to feel what you feel, but do not stay there. Get up, dust your shoulders off. If, I wish you could uh, see me trying to, you know, do the <laughs> you Harlem, Harlem shake it. Shake. Come on. <laughs> and with that being said, like after you dust your shoulders off, God, help me. God, show me. God, use me. God, move me. Like just cry out to God and allow Mm -hmm. the Lord's peace to just become this blanket of safety. Allow the Lord's peace to just engulf you. Allow yourself to just rest, like just rest. Like when I say rest, I'm like, like do not allow yourself to get worked up. Do not allow yourself to get stressed out. Like just sit there and be like, God, I, I don't know what is coming. I don't know what the future looks like, but I know because your word says that you mm. will never leave nor forsaken me. me. Yes. That I am okay. That in the end we win. Why? Because the enemy was already defeated on the cross. 
Mm -hmm. we're just walking through, just walking through until God is just like, all right, we have completed the story. I'm coming back so y'all can live Mm -hmm. ever after. (laughs) That's good. That's good. So we can live happily ever after with our king, with our God, with our father Mm -hmm. forever endeavor 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 okay amen <laughs> um, amen um but no gabby I'm, I'm definitely grateful that you are on today's episode i'm so grateful that the people get to um experience just your your bright light just your heart oh your thank you boo girl you're so welcome thank you god so, so good he's good listen and so let the people know how they can get connected well all right now so you can Find me on Facebook under my name, Gabrielle Nuna Hicks. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Gabba. That's A-Y-O-G-A-B-B-A. I don't do Twitter. I don't do Snapchat. I'm trying to think. Anything else I have? And that is pretty much it. And then also I do photography. So if you want to see some of my work, you can find that on my Instagram page as well. If you'd like to book me, you can feel free to DM me or, you know, whatever you need. I am here. Well, Gabs, I love you. And I love you too. We out. Holla. Peace. I thank you guys for listening to today's episode and I'm hoping that you have a journal, that you've taken some notes, that you reflect and process through some of the things that we discussed today on how you can show up with God. I would love to stay connected with you. You can follow me at underscore Janae Carly on Instagram or just visit my website, JanaeCarly.com. Holla. Holla.